0: Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Self and Development with Tactics podcast and I'm still and or again on the stream and I think I might be doing it, you know, like every time on the stream because it works good and I just, you know, I'm not only on YouTube because I, I really do not want to have only one burger I do have or want to have several burgers so that, you know, if YouTube goes down, I still have Twitch and the podcast and all these other things. And so, but if you know Twitch goes down, I still have YouTube, and if Instagram goes down, I still have YouTube and Twitch and so on. So this is this is what I'm aiming for. I think it's it's pretty good to be a little bit broader than um yeah, than just having YouTube or just having Instagram or just having Twitter or just having Facebook. My point of view, also in terms of, you know, getting more exposure, it is good to have several, uh, you know, channels, not in terms of, you know, YouTube channel or something, but in terms of, um, you know, putting out stuff. But as you can see on here, and I actually do know by now that I have to use my left hand on the left hand side of the screen, stream, uh, screen, sorry, not stream, not screen but screen, and you can see that we are going to discuss thanks for the feedback which is a book on how to receive and how to give uh, actual and or you know good and you know worthwhile feedback i've chosen that one because i always and still struggle with receiving feedback i actually you know quite all the time see it as some kind of insult in terms of my my actual persona but you know you know most of the time it isn't just But, you know, I kind of see it like this and I really do want to know how I should give feedback so that the other person isn't like, yeah, I'm not this and that. Because, you know, a lot of people just take it uh, personally if you just tell them that, you know, they did something not that good or, you know, to give them something to improve. And the the actual thing that I know by now is that you shouldn't give any advice or any feedback if you know the person isn't really willing to to get it because then you know you put yourself above the other person which you know most of the time isn't pretty much liked by the other ones this is um, something i've read and something i can you know really relate to because you know it makes sense and yeah so thanks for the feedback. Thanks for the feedback by Douglas Stone and Sheila or Sheila Heen is a wonderful book on how to give and receive feedback. Um, this is and I'm still on the on powermove.com website. So if you want to check out the summary as well, you can still, you know, uh, look at it on your own. Yeah. It has five stars, it's uh, 368 pages long, and it's from 2013. And let's go through the bullet summary. And to get the most, and I hope, uh, I was just now thinking if there is any book I haven't been discussing fully, and I hope there isn't one, because I do actually not remember what I did yesterday, because, you know, there was so much going on with the stream and everything, so that I, I actually do not know it, but, um, you know, I hope there isn't something And if there is, I will just still do it some other time. But let's go through the bullet summary. And to get the most out of feedback, change your identity. Switch to a growth mindset. This, you know, really is um, you know relating to the mindset book I was discussing. I think two or three days ago, which was all about if you have a growth mindset or if you have a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset. Um, you know, have people that are like, Yeah, I'm born like this. This is something I can't change. Um, they, you know, really can't receive feedback because they just act then like, Yeah, um, they have to justify themselves so that everything they do is still, you know, kind of right. Um, you know, such persons. And the growth mindset, on the other hand, is you can, you know, get feedback and you just, you know, get something out of the feedback and another few. Um, indicators which I actually do not remember to be honest (laughs) Um, but if you're interested in it just see Um, maybe I've put something like mindset in the title as well so you know just look for the episode uh, on you it should be on a podcast and YouTube so yeah everything is fine the second point is the story you tell yourself about the feedback will affect how you take it and act on it and you control the story through emotions and thoughts which you know I can't really think of something right now, and but I hope this will be a little bit more clear um you know throughout this this whole article and the third point the third one is or the third point is always look at feedback as their intersection of two realities, and what you see is not the same as Daisy, which is actually the completely the truth, uh, especially in terms of presentations if you give. And I can only some kind of relate to it in terms of presentation or presentations or especially in terms of presentations. Because in school we have fairly a lot of presentations, you know, because if you do some design work, you just have to present it to your customers or in my terms to, to my teachers. And, you know, you just, you know, kind of have to sell it. And this is something not pretty easy, especially when you aren't that, you know, um you know, if you aren't find your own idea or your own creation that good, it's much harder. But the thing is, um, yeah, the thing is, if you present something, what you see and how you see it is completely different uh, than they see it. Um, and the thing is, you actually know what you're talking about and you actually know what it, what this all or this whole presentation is about. And what you, for example, in terms of me, what this whole design is about, all the thoughts, all the creation process, everything. And the thing is, um, people who are just, you know, watching your presentation do not know, do not know um, what all your design process was about, what, you know, all your thoughts was about or were about if you were actually designing this particular thing um, so they do not have the knowledge you have. And, you know, this should give you some kind of framework so that you just know that you should be, you know, kind of explaining everything, not what the people see. So don't be like, yeah, there you can see a red dot and there is a black dot and I've used this font um, and so on. Just, you know, be like, yeah, I've used this font because there is a red dot because there is a black dot as well because, you know, because they actually do not know why a why you have done that but they can see what you have done but you know they do not uh, actually see the background of it or the thoughts behind it but let's go to the full summary A learning about ourselves can be painful which is true and um, but you should always you know kind of see it as um, ways to grow because all these feedbacks all this criticism um, you know it doesn't matter if it's you know some kind of good criticism or something you can actually work with or uh, if it's somebody just you know picking on you and fucking you all over um, you can always learn something and this is the thing I kind of struggle with because you know as I said before, I some sort of take everything a little bit too personally, even though I truly know that I shouldn't do it, but um, this is something you have to work on, uh, especially if we accept with the idea of I'm not good enough as I am that's what makes feedback difficult but we can all improve in both receiving and giving feedback that's what thanks for the feedback is all about and especially some sort of um, what is it called Uh, I'm really happy to then see how I actually can give feedback so that people actually can work with it and have So, you know, they they get something out of it, not like criticism that's, you know, good, you know, not really good for the person or person you're giving it to and also not good uh, for the person that's giving it because the other person might then be, you know, really hating this other person. If you just, you know, know this uh, situation what I'm just describing right now. Uh, but yeah, receiving feedback well. Receiving feedback well does not necessarily mean accepting the feedback. It means engaging in the conversation, skillfully making good choices on whether and how to use the information and managing our in- emotional triggers so that we do not get defensive. Um, yeah, that's actually a good point to to point out, yeah, that you should never get defensive. Um, just you know some sort of side side facts. Um, besides this, if you if you're crossing your arms, you know in front of your chest, you really just you know this this really indicates that you are in a defensive mood or the situation you are right in isn't you know really something you like. So if you're having presentations, you know never be like never be like this because it's too defensive and you 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 are just protecting your body because you you know you just think about it as. All the people um, you're presenting to, they're just some kind of predators for you. They just want to attack you. And the thing is, if you are the guy who is presenting or the girl, whoever is just uh, hearing or watching me, um, and you just you see that or notice that some people in the, uh, in the audience or you know maybe your boss or maybe your client is sitting with crossed arms, maybe you give them something to hold so that you know they have to break up their crossed arm situation or their crossed arm position this you know makes for them or and for you a better position to actually receive you know this presentation or actually you know get the full out of it because they you know won't be in a defensive mood uh they won't be in a defensive mood uh anymore yeah the first one is avoid looking for what's wrong with the feedback first thing. The second one is oh, they just as you can see here. No, you can't see because you can't see the mouse. Um, there is something you know broken up or something not that good with the with the text on the article because there uh, should have been three points or three bullet points, but there are actually only two. But the first one is avoid looking for what's wrong with the feedback. Which is actually, um, you know, quite a good advice. Just, you know, the thing is, at my point of view, even if it's difficult, and I just, before I was, you know, going through this first point, I was just thinking about, yeah, he said that you should, you know, take every criticism or every feedback for, like, yeah, that's totally true. Just, you know, some sort of use your own brain to see what's actually, you know, some kind of um, useful for yourself. And then it was just, you know, right thinking about, yeah, what's what's wrong about what the other person was saying? But the thing is, yeah, maybe you, you get just in a mood where you can't receive anything if you just are looking for something that's not true. And, you know, you can't really receive what's actually true. Maybe, you know, that's that's the, the thing behind this one. Um, make sure you understand what's being said. And I think that's actually... Pretty, pretty important because communication is something that's so fucking difficult. And the thing is, we all think like it's you know it's some kind that everybody understands what I'm saying and you know everybody gets it. And most of the time, you know, just something completely different comes out of the conversation or out of what you're actually saying and what you're actually thinking um, then you you know you actually wanted to. But um, you know that's a reason for me why I would say that you should always be. A, asking the person you're receiving the feedback from um, if you haven't understood what he meant or she meant the three types of feedback the first one is appreciation build relation appreciate and encourage. the second one is coaching help someone grow and change and improve which means that you should actually give feedback that provides these things if you just be like yeah you fucked it completely up, you just, you know, really shitty in this presentation, you can't speak, you can't design, you can't do nothing. And this isn't coaching, this is just, you know, picking on the other person, being a fucking asshole and a fucking jerk to the other one. And the third one is evaluation, comparison against, or, against other or a standard, align expectations, informed decision making. Um, I just, you know, I'm always being like, yeah, and... While I'm reading, I'm just thinking if there is anything I can say to it, if there are any experiences I've made with it, and so on. But I think I haven't in terms of this one. Um, even though I just you know feel like it's it's not that it's not that great to to be like as a feedback giver. Yeah, the the person who you know had the presentation before you was quite better in this and that one. Even though you can't just you know really yeah evaluate it because you have seen the other person before maybe even you know in terms of my situations it's always like the whole class has to present and so everybody is seeing every presentation and um, then you can really just be like yeah this person spoke pretty good and then you you know might be looking might be like yeah looking at this person how he had spoken and what was good about it and seeing yeah this was good about it. I will take it. And on the other hand, maybe he or she did something not that good, and be like, "Yeah, this is something that I didn't find that good, so I won't take it." You know, it's always like, and it's while I'm I'm talking, it really uh, reminds me on Gary Vee, and uh, in an interview I think it was, or you know, it was just some kind of episode on his podcast. He was talking about um, some kind of the relationship with. Uh, with his father or, you know, how his father, you know, had a, you know, pretty important position in his life in terms of, you know, this business and career thing, Um because it was actually like um his father or he just, you know, really watched and observed his father in terms of how he's acting with the customers, how he's being a leader in terms of, you know, the the coworkers and everything. And he just took what he found pretty good about it and he didn't take and, you know, just lost everything here you know found pretty bad or not that good and I think you should always be doing this and always be like you know um, you know re-evaluating and just thinking about it on your own not being like yeah this person said this and this person is doing that so I will do it as well if you're seeing something another person is doing you maybe even appreciating but you feel like yeah that's that's actually not that right and it's not maybe not that good for the business I'm doing right now then don't do it, you know. You know, I often, I often just, you know, feel like I'm talking about common sense things, but at the end, you know, it might be common sense for me and, you know, or just, you know, just something everyday like things for me. But actually, you know, I hope that I'm providing some value for anybody um, who is either listening to the podcast or um, watching the stream or watching the YouTube video. We need all three of them, appreciation might seem like it's not even a feedback, but not relationship can stay healthy without enough appreciation. That's totally true. Um, you know, if you're just picking on the other person and just, you know, pointing out negative things, uh, you know, you can always search for the good things and you can always search for the bad things. So, you know, some kind of balance between these two things in terms of giving feedback might be, at my point of view, not not that false. Appreciation. Three qualities are necessary for a good appreciation feedback. The first one is be specific. The second one is come in a form the receiver values and understands. And the third one is authentic. It must be deserved. That's true because if you're just pointing out something that's, you know, just you have to say something that's uh, or have to be appreciating that a person, it's it's definitely not authentic and definitely not that, um, you know, people notice. So be authentic, yeah. Being specific, yeah, that's totally true. If you're like, yeah, you've spoken pretty good, you know, it is actually something I've heard quite often. Yeah, I'm not I'm not like being, yeah, I'm a good speaker. This is not what I want to say. But the thing is, it's actually is something you do not get anything from, which is the fucked up part about it. Because, um, you know, if they say, yeah, you've spoken pretty good in your presentation, you know, your, um, your language was pretty fluent and everything. I like, yeah, but, you know, this this okay. I understand it. But what's the feedback then? Um, instead of saying, yeah, um, you know, you actually, you were very fluent and all your sentence transitions were great. And, you know, you really, you know, took some things out of your pocket, and we clearly didn 't notice that you know you didn 't have a script or something. This would be more specific than just saying, yeah, you spoke good um, come in form of the receiver values and understands, which um, is at my point of view some kind of complicated, and they even point out that you should check out the five love languages, a book that i 've been speaking about, or a summary of the book I have speaking about. Quite a time from now on some 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 kinda but the thing is, I think it's actually important or not that 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 it's it's pretty difficult this is what I actually want to say <laughs> it's pretty difficult to know what somebody's values are um if you especially do not really know him or her but um but I kinda understand it, but I do not really know now what what um how I should. How I should say it, but the three feedback triggers when we get defensive because of a feedback it's usually because it triggers strong reactions in one of the following areas: truth triggers truth triggers means understanding whether the feedback is true or not. It can be more complex than you think, and most of thanks most of thanks for the feedback is also aimed helping us understanding how to sk- sorry. <laughs> How to skillfully analyze the feedback. So I have to read it again because I didn't really get it to be honest. Truth triggers means understanding whether the feedback is true or not. It can be more complex than we think and most of thanks for the feedback is also aimed helping us understanding how to skillfully analyze the feedback. Identity triggers Identity is the story we tell ourselves about who we are. If the feedback challenges the idea we have of ourselves, is it is possible, it will be highly disabilizing, disabilizing for us. And we can either lash back or reject the feedback outright, which is something I can really relate to because um, I really see myself as someone who is speaking pretty good and you know in generally does good presentations um this is something I can give myself I, I don't give myself a lot of things but this is actually something I have to admit for myself and then the thing is if someone comes up and tells me like yeah you know you didn't speak pretty good this is something I would definitely be rejecting because this is not how I think about myself and this is actually I think what what the author or the author of the of the article actually, and the book, uh, mean, yeah. The author said that a huge determinant of how we take feedback at an identity level is whether we have a fixed or growth mindset. That's, you know, actually true. Relationship triggers. Do we like the person giving us the feedback? Did the feedback giver treat us well? Do we trust them? Are they credible? In terms of the credible thing, you know, it's always funny if uh you can if you get feedback for from someone who you know just you know some kind of criticizes you on the field or in the field that he or she isn't good themselves is for me always quite funny even though uh, as i'm thinking about it right now you know it's it's not something you should be rejecting even though it might be some kind of really you know really near decision near to you know your thoughts but the um, thing is, they actually see you outside or from the outside, and they aren't in the inside. So they see you. They see you, and you actually can't see yourself. You know, presenta- presenting the product or the presentation or whatever. And this is some kind of feedback enough. So um, yeah, I definitely for myself have to uh, keep an eye on that. Often react more to the person giving us the feedback. Then to feedback itself. It might be the way they say it. How dare you talk to me like that? Or you're a fine one to talk. Relationship triggers the risk uh, to put two different tracks on the table. That we should be not mix. Should better not mix, sorry. Our relationship and the feedback itself treat them separately. Uh, None of these reactions uh, are necessarily wrong, but they shouldn't stop us from tackling the feedback and looking this passionately at the information that feedback carries. It's not a problem per se having a reaction to a feedback, but it's a problem if it's if it stops from engaging fully in the feedback conversation, which uh, which it can easily do. Knowing and understanding our triggers will help us locate the source of our issues with the feedback and within us. That's actually pretty true, because, you know, if you're really like, yeah, you know your triggers, then you can really, first of all, change them, and you can really look for them, and really some sort of, you know, keep them down, some sort of, and then if you're actually presenting something, then, um, then yeah, just, you know, keep an eye on them, and see that you're actually not going into your bad habits, let's, let's just tell them bad habits, um, for a moment and just you know get the feedback just try to to work with it try to to look at it and um and yeah roadblocks to good feedback in different data we might be looking at different data interpretation we might interpret interpret the same data with our own biases and preferences psychological biases we assign good intentions to ourselves but not always to others Blind spots what we don 't see about ourselves that others see our body language knowledge gap etc um, overall the authors author say nothing guarantees objective feedback and there is always an element of subjectivity, even when feedback is given based on strict numbers someone still had to pick those numbers to evaluate us against um. Which is totally true. And I think I just have to say something in terms of, you know, the feedback giver. So in terms of just, you know, what person it is. And um this is something an uh, experience of mine I just had. It isn't really long long ago. Um it happened not not pretty long ago. It was a presentation for um and I've actually been talking about it before, but it is but it is actually something um something uh uh yeah so, so something that that will contribute the whole you know the whole article the whole thinking about it um i had a pres- presentation on colors so we discussed colors and how they you know uh how they make us react to and you know what they stand for and what companies they use and why they use them and so on and so i had a presentation i that made, that made it fairly different so it wasn't quite Um, such a normal presentation in terms of the design especially because you know I should have done it some kind of differently and then now know that I should have done it differently and I now understand that yeah I should have been definitely doing it differently even though you know while I was designing it I was just thinking about it uh, to be you know pretty aesthetic and that everything looks good but you know at the end things can look good yeah this seat which I'm just sitting at, or this stool even, I think it is called stool, um, or this chair I'm just sitting at, yeah, it could be, you know, pretty nice looking. But the thing is, if it's either not comfortable or you can't sit on it because it's, you know, that, um, how should I say, that, that, uh not that balanced, so, it, you know, it just, you know, would crash down if you sit on it, it's not good. And it was the same thing with my presentation. The pre- presentation itself was, you know, good looking. Um I still think this but, you know, it was it wasn't meant to be a presentation because of how it was looking. And so, um you know, I, I was pretty discouraged when I got the bad feedback because before I was I was just really um I, re- I was just really into my own presentation um because, you know, it was looking good, but um it was not a good presentation yeah in terms of the design and so on and so it was I was you know quite not that that happy about my feedback first of all but the thing is my teacher uh, I I really like a lot of people but um, you know he was always someone who gave me some some criticism that was fairly personal or you know quite 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 such that you know it attacked me personally i do not know why i do not know how but the thing is i know it and i know it especially by now that it shouldn't be it because uh because feedback is always good feedback is is something that's important and you can't grow without feedback and um this is actually the thing why uh, i 've lately been really like, Yeah, please give me the criticism, please give me the feedback. I want to know it. I want to get you know really punched in the face with these facts because I you know i I really hated me for just being like, Yeah, uh, this feedback is just pretty shit. I do not think about it like this person is and so on, so that i 'm not really um, receiving it correctly um, so long story short, the thing is I you know, I do not really want to say that I didn't like the person who was giving me the feedback, but um, I always got you know some kind of different criticism of him. But um, and that might have been the reason before. First of all, that I was you know fairly, fairly, um, fairly defensive. First of all, and um, but the thing is, I really quickly got myself. And I really just, you know, understood and recognized that I am now in a defensive mood. I am now just acting defensive and acting silly and I should really take the fucking criticism and or feedback. And then I was strictly like, yeah, just, you know, please tell me. And why is it like it? So I've really been trying to understand it, Um, which, you know, then after all really helped me. Um, you know, I, I've just made, a, you know, a few jokes and, you know, made it a little bit fun for me and for my classmates and also for the teacher. Because, you know, having this just really, really, um, you know, strong, not, not strong, but strict feeling in the air and all these things isn't isn't something I, I, I really like. I think, yeah. But let's see, uh, system level view. I think I've read the one above already. Never mind often uh, often is given in a way that communicates what the fuck system level view often is given in a way that communicates you are this way and it's a problem but often the problem is not in one person but in the intersection between two persons for example a person snoring might not be a problem if the partner didn't have a sleep, a light sleep if the intersection between light sleep and snoring that creates the issue the solution is to look at the problem from a system perspective. This is a reality and there are several contributing factors to it including all the people who are giving and receiving feedback are the levels you should look at. You plus me in the section personal differences, roles clashes is our issue part of the different role we have or the environment, processes, laws or other players. Um, I really hope you got something out of it. I actually do not do not know that much if I got something out of it but uh, but yeah so but I do still want to go a little bit further in this in this uh summary or article because I was just you know talking about myself and not really about the the um the summary itself, which is you know maybe good maybe not I don't know feedback profiles thanks for the feedback says they there are a few of a few of archetypes of people when it comes to receiving feedback blame absorbers uh, they fail to explore the intersection of the problem how everyone is contributing and they always take the whole blame which sometimes it means they feel terrible about it and it is often and it's often related to low self-esteem Another issue of blame absorbers is that they can easily build resentment over time. So the blame absorbers, they just, you know, take everything and yeah. So I pretty much feel feel about them like, you know, they just, you know, receive everything and they immediately think like, yeah, this is true and I should change it. And they, you know, aren't really re-evaluating it. So, you know, maybe my teacher was saying, yeah, your presentation was shit, but if I think, yeah, this was good about it, and I clearly know that you know it isn't his, you know, kind of um, you know a field of experience or field of really um, knowing it, then I will definitely be doing what I'm thinking, you know. Blame shifters, these are the most fun. Oh, oh my God, you know, I I've said it so fucking often in all my episodes I had. But this is something you pretty, pretty, pretty much have to keep attention to. And I really, you know, I, please do it. Please do it. It's, it's so funny. It's, it's, and it's so fucking interesting that, and if I just understand it uh, correctly, these are the people who are just, you know, shifting the blame to somebody else. Which means that if you tell somebody, like, you know, it came to a car crash and, you know, everything is fucked up and, and so on. And then the people are like, yeah, you know, you made the mistake. And the other person is, yeah, but you made the mistake. And it's, the thing is, it's always like that. You just have to keep attention to it. You just, you know, hear it every fucking single day. The people are just like, yeah, this was your fault. This was the president's fault. Because of the president, I do not have a job. Because of uh, him, I lost my money because of my mother, I am now a fucked up child because of this, because of that, because of whatever, everything, but not themselves. But the thing is, uh, you know, actually, you know, only themselves can change their situation. It is always some kind of, in terms of how the people just think about it. You know, situations appear, but it's always in terms of how you react to them. You know, if you have a car crash, you can easily... Be reacting like yeah okay I made a mistake and you know maybe I'll learn from it maybe not but, but yeah but let's actually see if it's if it's actually um what the authors actually authors meant they never acknowledged their roles in the problem it's him, not me. It's a new update that screwed up everything. It's a setup against, against me. It's not relaxing to avoid blame. It's exhausting to always having to shift blame. It's a very weak way to approach life. That's totally true. Totally true. How baseline personality affects feedback. Our baseline personality also heavily affect how we receive feedback. Baseline behavior. People who are generally happy and content with a high self-esteem take feedback better, which makes sense because they are just, you know, they are just the person for getting feedback or just, you know, are more um, just, you know, kind of made for getting feedback or receiving it correctly. Uh, People who are generally unhappy or generally, sorry, dissatisfied and with low self-esteem take negative feedback harder. Second one is swings and there are differences in the mood in the mood swings people experience. The third one is sustain and or recovery. There's, there is all also a difference in personalities when it comes to moving on from feedback, whether positive or negative, giving rise to four different possible mixes. Recovering quickly from negative feedback, recovering slowly from negative feedback, sustaining joy for positive feedback for a long time or sustaining joy for positive feedback only for a short time. Um, which actually just means, you know, what you do with the feedback. Just, you know, if you got... Positive or negative feedback, you either can be working with it you, or you can either be like, yeah, that's not true, and not do it. <laughs> uh, the result is a quadrant, or yeah, where ideally one would recover quickly from a negative feedback while staying happy for the longest time on positive feedback. So, okay, it's, it was meant like a little bit differently. Um this is what Ray Dalio calls looking at yourself from above as if you were a machine which is just you know just uh some sort of the, the third person view you know you have yourself then the person who is giving the feedback and you know some kind of something in between or something you no know, out of the whole scenario and this is actually something at my point of view is pretty important I I'm just thinking about a, an example of it, but, um, but it, you know, it, it often comes down to really being truthful to yourself, you know, yeah, you make mistakes, I make mistakes as well, I've, you know, the whole episode long I've been thinking about if I've been saying true things, and uh, I now have to say that I'm not in a position where I can tell you um, what you have to do this is not what I can, I I know quite a lot of things, I've been going through a lot of summaries, a lot of books, a lot of knowledge, but it doesn't mean that you should, you know, be doing what I've been saying, and I hope I've been, you know, saying, I've not been saying not true things, so not, you get what I mean, so things that weren't not true, Um, because I always tend to, to talk a lot, and then a lot of, not a lot of shit comes out of my mouth, but you know, it's, you know, it's, yeah, but it's also a day for that some sort of, <laughs> um, but yeah. The authors say that we can change our wiring, which is true. Yeah. How our stories affect feedback. A major component of how we react and act on the feedback is the story we tell ourselves about it. The authors say that thoughts plus feelings are the stories. That means that What we think about the feedback and how we feel when we receive it will determine what we tell ourselves about the feedback. And that will ultimately influence how we react and how we act upon that feedback. To control how we feel and act on the feedback we must control feelings and thoughts. That's actually true and um, in terms of this I can really just, you know, bring to you meditation. Meditation was one of the reasons why I've been really been um you know kinda working on my impatience and kinda working on my feelings in general. And now pretty much, you know, see my feelings coming and I can either depress them as far as is as if it's possible and or you know, you know, just uh letting them be or just you know letting them come out of me. Um which is, you know, the easiest thing to just, you know, let your feelings do their thing or just you know depressing them um to to not you know like let the situation escalate or something and this is something um meditation showed me or some kind of guided me to and which helped me to uh in most of the situations sometimes i just explode anyways because you know the situation is so um how does it say so Crazy, not really crazy, but so, um, so tough and so difficult and so on That's you know, it's, it's what it is. Feelings, for example, if we are super tense while we receive a feedback from our boss, we tend to see it more defensively because our body is in a fight-or-flight response, This the response we have to a threat. Calming ourselves down is a great way to positively influence how we feel, uh, how we will receive the feedback and how we will think about it. Um, the thing is I've now been actually thinking about another presentation I had just a week ago yeah it was actually a week ago um, where you know I've had a teacher and uh, she was pointing out things that I first of all wasn't really you know into to and was like yeah that's that's certainly not true but the thing is um, I do not know what she thinks and she doesn't know what I think So the thing is, um, only because she's saying it doesn't mean that I should take it for, you know, just, you know, uh, just take it. You know, um, what do I want to say, actually? (laughs) Um, So she was, to, to create some context, she was actually telling me that, or telling to the whole class after my presentation, because mine was the last one that um, we've pointed out a lot of things that we didn't do well what you shouldn't be doing if you are actually selling something which you know makes sense you won't be being like here to your client yeah I fucked that up and this is also something I didn't do well but actually th- this was something I did do well um, it makes sense yeah the thing is uh, you know people receive information some kind of differently And so maybe she received it like this, but I actually meant it some kind of other way, which is, you know, just a, you know, a general difficulty of conversation or not conversation, but communication. Um, But yeah, so this is also something you just have to have to look at, at my point of view, just, you know, people just receive things completely different, differently, even though you just meant it some kind of different, if you understand what I mean. Um... And thoughts. The thoughts are what we tell ourselves about the feedback and we have an easier time in controlling them. There is also a strong connection between thoughts and feelings as thoughts can also generate the feelings. That's completely true. By controlling our thoughts we influence how we receive and act on the feedback. Um, Yeah. Makes sense. And I think this is now the end of the episode. Uh there will be another episode today, maybe, it's, you know, it depends on how I'm doing with the timing, because I now have to work out, I really have to work out, I really want to work out, and um, maybe afterwards, after I've eaten something and i showered and all these things, you just have to do, um, I might be doing another episode, but I still have to post the posts for tomorrow as well, so... So yeah, but the thing is, if there's anything you want to critique myself on or you want to just tell me, there should be somewhere all the links uh, to my social media channels or profiles or whatever. You know, you can just DM me or comment on my post or something. What you know, what's most convenient to you. I really have to thank you for being with me, um, also for the podcast listeners, because especially them really, you know, made me pretty happy because the numbers are going up as you know, as crazy, and, um, you know, it's something that, you know, makes me really happy to see that, you know, something I make is, you know, you know, bringing maybe joy to someone or values to someone or just something to someone, but uh, thank you, and I'll see you the next time, and I hope everything is doing well, I hope you have the wealth, the health, the happiness, especially the happiness, and I'll see you. <laughs>